So we're in this series, basically looking at written to seven church, kind of recapping thing that we've been period, and you've got exile on the island. He's going to write this book where what is nature's to it, and we forget this, but prophecy is truth-telling you foremost about what is that moment, and that it's foretelling will come. And so there's, here's speaking truth, in, and then also as an, into kind of what was fascinating look on an era and in the middle, prophetically, Trinities in Asia Minor is this the writer, if you will, that's going to take it to the seven churches, to all seven of these churches. So not only do these churches hear, hear the other bits of this that are And so as we're getting to the, uh, you get an, it's the sixth, you've kind of heard what the other churches before you even get. Imagine hearing, you know, church in Salem and to the church in Portland and then to like, hey, you guys in Bend, here's what I have to say. And you're like, whoa, like this is really be lose that sense of, or how personal it is. When it first occurred to me, I had taken in college, and I used a totally different grid school, but uh, in Clemson, I took this elective. I was an engineering selective because I thought films all the time. Which, but I took this film class elective and were the different camera angles. High class college, right? Bird's eye from the perspective of a bird. It's like extreme long shot. It begins to get close. I mean, just, and, and then there's uh, close up, extreme close up. Uh, the Hunt for Red October where, Sean Connery, like at the beginning, right on his eyes. Remember that? Sean here, he'd remember. He's in. That's an extreme close-up. I remember thinking, when I was probably about 20, thinking someday, one day, what does it really look like? Bible uh, fellowship. And I remember thinking, man, that to be, like a lot of times, to be on us. It's not, you know, the Holy Spirit's not a person. It's either like a force, Star Wars, you know, the force be that, or it's just some kind of says you're the real deal. I came across this phrase, the fear, and I'm like, what does that really look like? What does it look like to have a relationship through the, the work of the Holy Spirit? And the Holy Spirit, you can, funny thing is Jesus, God, and it's an interesting thing. Like, what does it look like, and, then, and how does that affect my relationship? And then all of a sudden, I, I, and I pray, when you watch those Jesus on the couch, and you're watching the Jesus, and I, and I real picture of Christ, as I perspective, like a long shot. That's how I always see, see Jesus it, like Sean Connery's eye. I'm really fascinating about that. You may be understanding the intimacy Christ is with me. The spirit, that there would be a move to bring about such that there's this of Christ right in front of you, and I understand, and there's, there's something, and I realize, man, I, I don't know. It changed my whole prayer life. Fascinating when we're reading these letters. If we were sitting in one, all of a sudden, the writer's church in Ben from, the, from Christ, from, I mean, this to you, Write to you in, in the context of what you're in. So I just kind of, you know, long you, Portland. And then all of a sudden, it's like you guys. To Tim, to Ken. Uh, now this letter's for you. We, we have to begin by real about scripture that we can't. And so here we are. It's the sixth one, quick. Church, sixth letter. Because Patmos is all. And the ride of Ephesus. And then, and then eventually hit Philadelphia. is really close. To, are on a fault line. They both by earthquakes. Church that he's writing to closer to Smyrna, large Jewish population. Philadelphia did be kind of the immediate those believers would be dealing. If you took a name because BC founded the city, it was Rasmus times. That after his brother, who was going to lead the city after he. When we talk about Philadelphia, love it really love. And um, this is kind of the Philadelphia, and then we're going to speak the fun. And so this is. Revelation chapter, and here's what it says. The angel of the church in Philip, these are the words of him and true, David, and what he, and what he shut. 
I know your deeds, placed before you an open shut, and I know yet you have kept my word, denied my name. Who are the, of the synagogue be Jews, though they are not. I will make them come and fall down. Knowledge that I have loved you. You have kept my command to endure. I will also keep from the aisle that is going to, to test those who. And I am coming soon. Have so that no one around in him who overcomes temple of my God. And I will write on my God and the name and the new Jerusalem heaven from my God. I write on him my new name. Near, let him hear. Says to the churches. We kind of make of that. Now, if you remember from the yet kind of in of this, a commitment of authority. Each of these letters saying in authority above everything else, claims on you, and I'm the Alpha and Omega. I'm the died and then rose again. It's based on the context. Uh, to you, you need to understand authority. In this, he uses messianic authority. Remember context, and you have both coming from of Judaism, you have, and you have the messianic. Hasidic Jews would have been, are continuing along the line, denying or not the promised Messiah. Jews, uh, continue with the difference of saying anointed kind of Messiah, and that Messiah was G- our faith in terms of shaped by the covenant coming um, of the Messiah. The difference now had enough time to kind of in the early days being together and honor how this shaped over time. Uh, the majority group, the Hasidic, pushed or did push Jews and said, You know, you're different now, you're with you, and they would have God says the dividing and whether I'm the Messiah, I'm the Messiah. In the true one, with God, who is the only, Jesus would have said this again, the way, the true statements that would have been danger when he was uh, Judea, uh, and putting himself on with God. And so he does, these are the words of true. And then he goes on and it says, who holds, and what he opens, he shuts, no one can open. So if you two with me, we'll just read it, text of Isaiah. Isaiah 22, that paragraph 21. He's talking to his servant and redeemed. Isaiah 22, starting verse. With him with your robe, dash around him, over to him. He will be in Jerusalem, and I will place on his sh- to the house of David. No one can shut, no one can open. This letter by making a messianic claim and authority. And then he begins, I am the Messiah, the Father, the one that does have the eye to now say this by saying, I and I have a door that no one can shut. And I know that you have kept, uh, that you have kept my word, my name. The first thing that's vindication. Been put out, put out of the synagogue. They've been, even though they are weak. This, and then in verse 9, I will make those Satan who claim to be Jews, that I will make them come and fall down. Knowledge that I have loved you. So the first thing Jesus has been pushed out of the synagogue. Weak, you're tired. Just know that I will vindicate you. And just picture it's, being bound and having rinsed to Christ, steadfastness, you're taking his name, you're in terms of what it is you believe, fellowship, and put you on the out there in that position of weak margins. And the first, I know that, and I'm going to tell you something, I will vindicate you. It's a really weird, it's weird in the sense that we don't really always a vindication. We, in faith, a lot of the things. You need to do that. God would have you do. Think a lot about the doing, about in the midst of the in the midst of the rest. Promise always in vacation. It's called the imprecatory psalm. The psalm writer with uh, enemies, life, and being in the vulnerable situation, being kind of at a loss against him or her, and basically being in the spot. Slay the enemy. Enemies fall at their feet. It's a strange kind of imprecatory psalms. Much in the church these days do. And we, we have to, I think, wrestling on with this idea. And I think it's an incredible there is of honor, ward to those who stand firm.
We, we don't hear that God, when we stand fast, loves that and values to the degree, honor that. Today's Memorial, Memorial Day. Honoring, worthy of honor, done and sacrifices you, is worthy of being and affirmed. And, and there's a sense in which, you know you feel like you're on the margin, but you, you will be honored to you. The second idea of reward, we don't touch its obligation, tends to Christianity. And of course that's there, but there's an idea of, of Lewis wrote a whole where he says we've done this, the reward, we get the duty part. Scripture, it's not that rare, but it's there out these ushing promises of reward. Put in this awkward position, promised this, and that's where the title of that, this unbelievable story. And when we're, we're this awkward sense and unbelievable amount of reward, how does that affect how we act? And, and Lewis, do what we do, this weight of glory in light of these fast and we stand firm knowing we do it with the, that that will be justified, you see. And um, for a while now, there's a theity to justice. Since God and God um, is in the character of God, God, it's in the plan of God. Any way you slice it, justice. And if we're going to fully engage or understand justice thing is, there's a degree of like-minded, understand him better a lot. The flips a lot as well justice, doubt of more we see justice and in, in act with God. The flip side being true or the lack of justice, fusion there is with God. So you, God, I would question this. And you see the whole book of Job going, what's going on, God? And, and in that, hey, that you probably have a lot of struggle with this, that you instances of seemingly gratuitous suffering. And you look at that for it. And you look around and you look at God and go, Eugene Peterson becomes so strong that meaning it's always going to be than where our idea is never going to fully resolve and that God is mysterious and it's messiness for an answer. We're hungry. We go to God and God mysterious than what we aren't always 100% for and, and we come to that mysterious God and, and it's this particular verse Jesus is saying and there is a justice to it. To my name, you be your weakness, you messy, and it, that in all of that, and just promising you that there is a rule that someday you will position thought. Okay. Really, what does it look like today? Business, if you're not doing business the way you're bearing, or if you understand you because you're bearing the name of social group has pushed you out because you're. Bearing the name of Christ. This is God. This is horrible, awkward spot. It means located on you. Thing I've learned about people. Um, people closer to get uh, gossip. What if you really localize anger alongside someone else really quick? Marriages I've ever counseled into. Really weird things have happened where the best of friends separate them, and it's like, what does this happen? And, yeah, but um, us at work became hated. Her people became derision or scorn to such husband and wife at odds together because of the believably powerful. With gossip, it's step out of your sand, your social group moves awkward or, or standing in judgment on the social group. Begin to be evil, easy to, and, and therefore evil. You guys know what I'm talking school, you know? Saturday night, six said that night, um, it's either rude humor Making God man out or the odd group. You know what I'm talking about? There's a togetherness that comes from having that. You are the odd, um, lonely. You're alone. 
You're bearing the brunt. Even though you're alone, you're of ridicule. When, when you're in that spot, I was made for community. Friends, I know I was otherness, but there's this whole thing, and I'm, and there's, it's painful. And so you cry out to God, and you're justice in this whole thing. And I'm being faithful, weak. Man, I don't understand what's little of that. Jesus, verse, I will it. I know you're deep out. I know that you're enduring, but in the midst, I will vindicate you. I will honor you in this reward. And if you're experiencing that, it's unbelievably in meaningful. And I think only step does vindication, a second thing that's prompt vindication. Second that says this, since you have kept my family, I will offer of trial that is going on in the whole world to test I'm not going to talk much deliverance. So the first one, vindication. And it's basically this promise. As someone who loves, I, I know what you've had to have walked with you through. Know that as a community, group of believers who are my name, I would you in suffering upon suffering. I you from the trial. I don't see the need to go through that exing or trial. And, and it's, I'm going to vindicate you. you had to undergo as a community. I'm going to protect you in that, again, but understand the relation Christ wants to have ex- the extreme. You pray, extreme close-up, die, distant, cold people. When Jesus, you get this sense of this unbelievable, not hurried, intimate relation being that new John 10, where it talks, my sheep, and I know they're unbelievably intimate. of saying the religious, we're not talking about just religious leaders, Distant relationship with the flock is a mean of the power or the leaders. I mean, have you ever seen that? I mean, that haunts me. Um, and that's not it. Um, instead of that, my voice, I know there's something unbelievable about this. And so I will vindicate you. I'm going to deliver. The promise here is one of security. Listen to what it says. I am coming soon to have so that him who overlord in the temple of my God, will he leave it? I will write on him the name of the city of my God, which is coming down out of heaven, my new name. Let him hear what the Spirit. If we go back up top, placed before you an open door, and then he comes down here, puts you into pillars, synagogue. So, and, some, and Jesus is saying, you've been pedagogued that meeting place. Kingdom, my kingdom, what I'm open door into my kingdom. Shut it. I don't care how tired you are against you. The door side of it, there is no push you in, and you will be able to... Um, this meeting, this temple of that goes on and says, the end will become a mainstay in that. You a pillar in the world, there would have been marble and where there were names, whenever people gave to or uh, had their name or anything like that, there's scratched into pillars. Imagery is just very clear that, hey, in, in the new temple, I'm going to make you a pillar. You're going to be the foundation of this whole thing. You know, there's going to be a name and there's this whole org. And he's saying it's all, it's all dialed, all packaged. It's, it's and it's, 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 and no one can shut that door in a place of security that are are lay in security. So if we kind of context, I've always thought ever since studying people, I sit back, well, I mean, airports, I'm, I don't mind a six-hour layover. Study all of you, you know. But here's what I learned in, ever since then. Everybody, pride is that you've made your money, your looks, but um, fundamentally, and so you got to do is put you in a car you, or put your money from you or a battle relationship gone south and take your name from you and pride vanishes and have some deep of Ecclesiastes. He's in the hearts of men. We're finite, creating with aging and death and what that's, we understand eternity. 
and whole kind of theological system about this. And this fundy of, of knowing God, yet living day to day, of being clothed in fundamental insecurity. It's a fact. Think about it and study it. It's secure. And I think sometimes language of Scripture, when we're in a position of Memorial Day, I, I, I'll tell you from active and maybe the generation beneath, it, it might mean it should more. For granted, you know, being in yesterday and you see about, you get a whole village of massacred, 20 because you have a government that wants to hold on to care about the, the, or the rights or the people, and you get this cripple people caught in the middle as if their lives mean nothing. All of a sudden you read something like that. Oh, that's right. It's a big deal. I or serve feel. You know what I'm saying? But when you take it, the thing itself, security language in scripture, as Americans, we, we have security. We have clean water. We have water security. We have law and government. We have, we have pension security. Uh, and, and no matter how much they're vacillating, guess Greece or Africa. We have property rights. Many countries don't. If you, if you have peace in a legal document, security if you're, Jesus promises security, doesn't mean a position of insecurity, the whole thing. Grab at times in my life in 29, I had a bad, I mean, I've had some pretty life, but I had a month, a uh, bad month. It was a bad, but for a month of it, it was, and I was here. I mean, wrecked. And lethargic, and I was depressed, and I didn't know what to ground myself. I landed in the Psalms, and I read some, for some reason, because, one, and Psalm 1, and those particular psalms, a, a bit in one of them where it's saying, and he says, you are my, in the land of the living. I'm in the land of the living. I'm incredibly, it's a very precarious, in the, in the land of the living, my portion. You're, you're, the, you're the one thing that I can claim to, you're my portion in life. Just reading that little bit, 139 to 1, and there's a whole lot of bits in those psalms that really, language of security, so much to me. Read the whole psalms, it's fast, the whole book of psalms, it's used over and over again. And at first, they just become monotonous, poetic phrases until you, but the phrase, love in reference to God, enduring love. So you read the psalm over and over, and over again, Un what does that mean, unfeeling? What never fails? There's never a told of that love is God is your portion and the secure. And what does that mean? Why not just say love? Over and over, his love endures forever. If you, there are psalms where someone would read refrain is his love. You ever remember? Grew up in a, a back church where they did congregation. What does that mean? That which never fails and it works. That out and it, and it endures through time. Through time. And so the, when you can go to God, portion, his love will hold you secure. In Psalm, and the book is a strong tower. And, and he takes you, all of this is laying the for, for or the fundamental in existence, in all in, and it finds its root in God. That's the sustain to these people that have been put insecure, and they're on every side, and they don't have honoring God what's going on. He's saying, into my temple, and the door is not going to shut on you, and you're going to become a pillar, be a part of it. You're going to do it, and, and I'm going to write, and the whole thing is going to be there, be so close, ship of God with you, and, and then that to you. I'm promising it to you. Your most insecure moment, Jesus saying, Carl, don't look beyond today. I've got you. I will not fail you. I will be called a return. I, I bet no, has anyone seen it? Vincent, like a couple people saw it. It became for like a couple time. 
I mean, just such a redemption front. <laughs> Three guys somewhere like that, smoke, I told you it wouldn't sound like it. Uh, the guys leave to go back to the States, and all of a sudden the police show up. There's so much drugs left that you're a dealer kind of status. The guy gets thrown in prison. Fast he's had no idea. Fast forward two years, comes to the States to, to basically say, um, on death row, drugs that you guys all had. And if you two are alongside them, the sentence will get reduced. And it's a fascinating picture. The one guy, uh, Vince Vaughn's like, no, why would I do that, right? What actually, the guy that said he second changes his mind and goes back. It feels oh so real, he was going to go bolt. Vince Vaughn kind of come along in the scripture that's mapped exactly to that. Well, at, f- at the first, they won't, but then does, you know. This character gets there, this big brotherly kind of Phoenix's character. Someone leaks it to the press. The judge, like, it's a, does this kind of, I, I don't, I'm like, whatever the country was, right? All of a sudden goes from lean, we're going to prove our point that we're, we're going to be hard on things. Uh, they put Joaquin Phoenix up. The, the end of the movie is this scene where big brother personality and they're out to the execution lot outside. And, and, and Vince shouting at him, keeps shouting at him, here, I'm here, I'm here. And then he, they have him on an execution. On pulls himself up into these bars that are like eight. And he's holding his face, yelling at, at walking. He keeps yelling at him, his name. And he keeps yelling at the other. I see you. Look at, look at me. And here's the voice. And he looks off and he sees looking at him. And, you know, I see you. Look at me. Look at my eyes. I see you. And, and, and then it begins to wrap up from there. One of the most powerful scenes shows so fundamentally true our aloneness and our need alone in this world. When Jesus is talking about it's an unbelieving, I've got you. You are not alone. You will not be left here. I will bring what I'm going to do with you here. Ear to hear, please listen. Something unbelievable of the emotional language in Scripture, in the psalm, the prophets, in the book, Revelation, and, and Jesus, look at me, look in my eyes. Sometimes I, I thought this at like four in the morning when I was thinking about, it. hey God, are you doing this on purpose? Because it's not cool in the program, you know. But it occurred to me like, you know, there's when our faith is and trials are so clear and we feel insecure, that all of a sudden we're in the position connected with the idea that our first and foremost in our no matter where you are today, running there, um, it comes out in all these I feel like we need to say, um, by we misunderstand relationship and cultures, and I think we have to ref and think we think or we've that as Christians, God has a spirit to be a part of grand narrative in and we hunt and we hunt as a player in the story to make him come about. I don't think that's true. I don't think the call Christian in the grand story Israelites in the desert, specific call. They're gonna die in no specific call for them to charge the hill with Caleb. I don't see that everybody was a or another great referee that God was gonna use to shape Ori or er, uh, his plan. All throughout the Bible, thousands of believers cast and, and is driving this. Um, if, if not everybody, do you understand? I think we, in a very American way, that use all of us in fashion to shape history. I think we live with insecurity. We think, how come we other people? 
that that's necessarily true is this. I think there's a on all of God's. And what is that? You really boiled it down. We could use different language, but I'll boil it down to this because after you come through all of these letters and especially this one, I think you boil it down to this is the general call to faithfulness and holiness. To faithfulness and holiness. God loves when his people are faithful. They walk by faith. They live by faith. They look to him and they trust him. And in that, they're trying to live a holy life and be holy as he is holy. And God loves that. And God looks at it and says, I love what you're doing. I love how you're loving your life. I love how you're loving when you run into different scenarios. In that weakness, how you, and you're living and trying to be, I love that and I'm going to rule for that and I'm going to vindicate. And I don't know this specific call or for Paul that somehow use you to be the next life. Even if it means to give my life, I'm yours. If you choose, I'm my life. And you know what? The way church to pick people, I think God picks people by character. They did willingness to walk, choose the hard difference. says, now I can greater because that greater is going to be giving your life for yourself. And I know you've already demonstrated that. And, and if it happens, about it over time. Paul didn't really get the whole, but as he went to the Jewish, kind of moved through life, get it. I kind of get what, this is my calling. You have one person, the people out of Israel, into the promised land. And you have, if there's a specific calling, this one calling for one life. And we, we begin to use this language so much. I think real calling is fair. And over time, we'll begin to slowly emerge and understand what that, that other call might be. And, and in time, he'll audience for that call of one. We, you, you guys know I care about the undergirds justice and not care about morality. But morality is a stepping stone or undergirds the ability to give our lives away. Just we're jumping to justice or something we can wear. On. And it's this thing, thousand Facebook fans. As if our audience talking in faith and as we're trying, morality is a part of that. Use us to world to affect us. Justice, but in holiness, that life of our life to him is like Paul said, I put myself, I pour myself out like 12 who wants to say it. Life in faith is presented to you, God, not as a sacrifice that gets burnt on the altar and pleases you through kind of the smoke or the incense or whatever, you know. But as a, as a sac walks off the other side of the altar, but literally now as a slave sacrifice, my body, my, my life, what I do is, and so when I do just, you call me to do it. It's not to a thousand Facebook. Be world fixers. It's us that he'll lead. So don't use over God look fickle. What you say, I search out for his leading. I ask that he will and lead me of his leading and leading and over time I might begin to discern but regardless if I'm, I know that there's a general he's leading me into has to do and faithfulness when you pray when you think about how God's going to use you don't think about or the end target it's a where you would have leading in my life and I think it's important because if if being the on Facebook we would Philadelphia is the coolest they got the coolest dude man there's a there's Philadelphia be like that the bad, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Worth him saying, all of you comparing yourself with the Samson of the new, then it would show, what shows up is him in speaking, in loving, in intimate, saying, your faith, desire to wear mine holy, I love vindicate. And I'll hold you, and then I will make you, got you in that. Look in my eyes, look at the view, and I care. And you don't have to be a hero. 
please don't look at me. Now, I love you, full. Father. We we in this church, you alone, and lifted up, and nothing more than to present our lives as living as acts of worship to you. Do not let us become secure things that in from the need to have need to anchor ourselves in. Pray that you would keep us supple. You would help us to understand portion. We love you. We pray.